So they still have all found what they're looking for this week on The Hapless Heroes. Darkness. No parents. Hello and welcome to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave and I will once again be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. We'll start this evening much the same as I start all the others because I lack any sort of useful imagination at this hour. On my right, with Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. I have a plan and that soon will be not preparing. To his right, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. New armor shiny. In his right, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at my service. In his right, we have Nicole as Boris the Butcher. I hope I put the lid back on that grenadine. And to her right, we have Zach as Parada Lincolnwoods. Hello, I'm Parada Lincolnwoods. As we left off, said same Parada Lincolnwoods was doing some deliberating hmm. a little bit of I've got a internal choice here got to choose some armor now choosing, Paradil, what kind choosing. of uh, yeah what kind of choices did you make there Paradil? see that's the thing dave is that i haven't and we spent the entire time between episodes <laughs> bullshitting and <laughs> um See, you're talking about religion, you know, choosing. Uh... Well, that was that was the topic we almost broached when you came back. We were talking about the sort of like Muppet babies and baby Mario and like the baby character like ethos in like the different. It was a whole thing. There's three See, the thing, elemental models of baby characters interacting yeah. with regular characters in pop culture, animation wow. and video games. And we see yeah, you're going to have to I, I, I go on to the, the religion. I, I go on the religion thing because you may choose a ready guide in some celestial voice, but in terms of armor, if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Because mm-hmm. I'm not a true DM if I don't work in a rush reference every now and again. <laughs> so I think. So really, what's the what's the disadvantage of full plate armor? Because I see full plate armor. You get, you get all AC. your AC. Yeah, you get all your AC from the armor. Whereas lighter right. armors, where you get that uh, that um, dex bonus, you're getting armor from both your dex bonus and the armor itself. But you oh, probably want more as being a dexterous fighter. Yeah. So depending on how much dexterity bonus you get that you can add to it, um, like a, a good studded leather might be the play. But if it isn't, um, you know, uh, it's possible if those things don't get you to 18, plate will get you there. Right. So right now I have. Half plate armor gives me 15, and then I have a three dex bonus. Oh, wait, no, I have a. Do I have a four dex bonus? Hang on. I, no, I think I have a three dex bonus for that. Also, keep in mind, as we're going into this sort of thing, it would be at least plus two uh, plate armor, too. I'm not just going to have you going in there with off the shelf crap. Like, I want you to have feature parity with the rest of the party. All right. Then I want some sick-ass half-plate armor. Sick-ass half-plate. Okay. So the sick-ass half-plate with the literally ill scorpion on the back. With <laughs> six scorpions. Wait, so is it the six... sick-ass six scorpion plate armor? So is the is it coming out both oh, ends yeah. for the scorpion? Yes, a sick ass scorpion and not a six assed scorpion. No, I think it's a sick with? ass six scorpion. It's a sick ass six scorpion. So, sick okay. ass, it's, it's coming out both ends for the scorpion. Yes, scorpion. But only one actual ass. Okay. Not six asses. It is not a six assed scorpion. And it's wearing a shoddily scrawled on top hat and monocle. 
Correct. Right. Well, they could be well scrawled on, but it's still with magic marker. Okay. Or maybe okay. a sharpie. Excellent. And what's the AC? What's the natural AC? Oh, so it's a plus two half plate? It is, yeah. Half plate plus two. Okay, great. Is that 17 AC, I think? Yep, plus whatever bonuses you get with it. If you're not getting bonuses, you were probably think, better off choosing full plate. I think half plate ends up getting you um, the ability to use, let's see, some of your dexterity to your AC as well. Right. And I'm, yeah, leveling, it I'm gonna level uh, up, up to my- A maximum of, yeah, a maximum of two from with half plates so like you get your the armor bonus plus two from your dex whatever because your dex modifier is more than two it you, need, you can get up it says three yes. hours it's been at three for a while yeah for any yeah real reason your dex modifiers so i'm talking about yeah like half plate will only allow two of that three bonus to apply to your ac okay Exactly. Essentially, it's a maximum of two plus two. You can benefit from dexterity while wearing half plate, but it's plus two half plates. So it's AC 17 plus another plus two, two from your dex two. makes you it's 19 AC. Well, it's 17 for half plate, period. It's 15 for half oh, plate, 15 period. for half plate. OK, never mind. So 17 two two so seven or uh, or 17 plus two. So 19. OK. So 19. it's still one less than you and would then, get from. And then 21 with shield. 21 with shield. Okay. That's where I'm at currently. Yeah. No, no. Uh, yeah. So I'm at 20 without shield and 21 with shield currently. So well, I, just, shield I just want to be two, more than that. So. Well, I mean, with go full plus, plate, go. full plate is 18 on its own. Plus two for the plus two would be 20 base AC. How about this? Mithril plate, so he doesn't get de disadvantage on decks. Ooh, and it's, plus, and it's plus two. I like it. That's what it is. So, um, okay. So now, not I only have... is that armor sick with scorpion, but it's also quite shiny and silver. Ooh, it doesn't feel heavy. No, it does not. Okay, so now I you have, have to... twenty armor. So I now have 22 AC without shield. Without without a shield. Three. 20, 24 with a shield. Yeah, shields oh. are two. Every shield is, plus, is, is two by default. Oh, but I think, okay, so it's 24 with shield. Then I think it would be 23 without shield because I have no. um, defense, oh, yeah, the dual defense fighting style and dual wielder. Uh -huh. Right. That's what you get the other That's where it from. is. Okay. So 24 with shield, 23 without shield. That seems pretty good. Yeah, that's uh, that's a survivable number. Unless those feats require you to be in lighter armor, but now you're in mithril, so I guess it would still apply. I would say that mithril counts as uh, a lighter armor for purposes of light armor. Isn't I feel like that's the point of mithril. That's the whole point of mithril. Yeah, exactly. Is that okay. is, it doesn't affect your dexterity. So we're saying that the base armor AC is 16, then it's plus two. Oh, plate armor is 18 base. Because okay. because all of the armor is coming from the armor and none of it's coming from dexterity. Yeah, so 18 base plus two for the plus two armor is yep. 20 plus another no that would be it that would just be 20 then okay it would just be 20 the armor would give you 20 ac and then any other bonuses you have like from your feats or like wearing using a shield those would apply on top of that but the armor itself is 20 ac all right cool no dex bonus excellent yay we did it all right and it's got a scorpion that has been handed to death. A sick, sick ass, sick scorpion. Yeah, we may have taken the joke just slightly too far. We do that all the time. That's never right in our wheelhouse. All right. So as the DM, I just want to ask, you know, kind of informally, how do you guys feel? 
Do you feel sufficiently armed and or armored? Are there desires you have that have been as as yet unfulfilled? My arms and my armor are great. Um, but I definitely want to... I still don't have the un, like no, knowledge of like what I can do or the, With the, grail. the grail does. So I think that's really your la- your your last step here is to attune to figure out this grail, attune to it, or, mm-hmm. or something, um, and make it make it a thing. It'd be cool to get stronger too, but I mean that's going to cost like a whole whole week in here <laughs> but, <laughs> to do I all mean, those getting, things. Well, I mean, getting stronger is like that's what I mean. That's us leveling the twenty. Like that's what we have this time for. Yeah. that's like we still have no. the. Yeah, so twenty's still great. The- I'd like to be twenty-two <laughs> strength if I could. That would be fantastic. Okay, right. so you've got the training montage plus you've got the you've got the manual. I've got the yeah, manual which of I believe was so. yours was a wisdom oh. manual, which still helps ah. your spellcasting at least. Mm-hmm. Does not. He's charisma based. He's charisma based. Okay, well, we're gonna pencil. It helps it not be wisdom then. If wisdom doesn't help, it's gonna be. I mean, it helps his abysmal uh, perception checks. <laughs> yeah, no, your understanding will come in the form of understanding that's actually useful to you. Yeah, I was. I was either looking for. I mean, strength could play into me just being a, a minor yeah. god now. Yeah, charisma right. could also play into that. The tomes are essentially what allow us to go beyond our maximum. I thought I about know, doing charisma, just, but endurance made more sense for me. I just kind of went off of, you know, the words everybody gave me, and it sounded like uh, things. I mean, I could just as easily have that be interwiz or whatever, or whatever yeah. you need. See, I don't it made sense. Charisma, it but. made sense for my intelligence because then it could tell me better what the grail is. Because I mean, that's sh- what my religion sure. checks are based off of. That's why I didn't want to question. I'm like, whatever, that's fine. I don't I don't need intelligence. I mean, I think the best way that we settle this is obviously like we're trying to get the tools for the job we're about to do. Right. Like Dave's like Dave said. So like, right, I think it yeah, whatever. It should be whatever helps us. Yeah. I think the one yeah, thing I mean, we have to attune you to the grail, and I'm still also trying to figure out some of the finer details of what I want the grail to do. Right. I'm also partially thinking the Grail is kind of a post-Vecna thing. Ooh. Honestly, I That's what I really too. want is something I kind of addressed when we um, when we were in that chat. What, what, what was that challenge when we like got that orb that like took oh, the yeah. form of things that people Igor's wanted? challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Igor's challenge. What I really wanted were just like crazy moon shoes that like let me jump like thirty feet into the air. That's what I. That's what I want. The air. Sorry. Mm. I see. Didn't you get those prototype pots. ones of those from the uh, from the giants? Maybe, but we f- keep forgetting about so them, long. and I want them. Wait, did I get those from the giants? I have no idea. Dude, it's been so long. It's been so long. We're the worst. I feel like they did not work. I feel like it was like give, there was, something was given to me under with the promise that they will someday work, but they will you, not you, work right now. You got uh, from the giants, you got like a prototype. You made them better and they shot you into the crucible land. Right. And then they where did, you... were instantly destroyed. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Now I want them ha. back and I want them to work good. <laughs> You feel a light vibration from your right pants pocket, Paradell. Mm, is my phone a ringing? No, but the right pants pocket actually tears as it explodes outwards, and a familiar voice rings out. I hear you're looking for hops. Might oh, I suggest no. leaping head oh, first no. from the top of the bookshelves? May you suggest doing what now? Leaping head first from the top of the bookshelves. Yeah, I do it. Okay, so that's uh, at least 50 feet of falling, uh, plus falling damage. He did the thing. He did the he thing. Did the thing. But, but he actually it. did do the thing. He did the thing, but go ahead. What if I do the thing? Just continue. Okay, Okay. <laughs> so we now we have to sort out falling damage from 50 feet, which is what? 5d6. Yeah, that's a d6 for every 10 feet. Do you roll that or do I? 
And can I Dave roll does. for acrobatics while I do that? <laughs> you know what? I will roll the 5d6. You roll acrobatics. Beat a DC of 20 and we'll have the damage. All right. I rolled a 28. So 23 divided by two. Uh, let's see. That's going to be 11 you, take and a half. 12, you take 12 falling damage. Right. But then you also did the thing, which I believe releases you from repeating. the effect. <laughs> Wait, it does what? say. Yep. Fo- following the clip's advice willingly in parentheses, not via a failed saving throw will rid you of the curse. You chose. You didn't even make a save. You just fuck I'm it. so. Yeah. My I'll soul has been repeatedly defeated by Clippy. That mm-hmm. I this is just like a thing. I think this all is the you first, had to do, all you had to do, this is the first thing that it just, suggested I do that it would not just clearly all out kill me or the entire party. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's the case, fuck you, friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Uh, can we dump Clippy into the ocean? And well, <laughs> so certain things. You know, you are free of the curse of Clippy, which I don't have the sheet for that. So, what does this actually right entail? It just I think it it, it involves it us just, shooting Clippy becomes, in the head and dumping his no, no. bloody corpse into the ocean unceremoniously. It just it just becomes a paperclip again, but touching it, you know, you become cursed. So. Is anyone nearby when this happens? Yeah. Like when Paradil does this thing. I'm asking. Well, I guess uh, Boris was like right. Oh, no, I had gone to get a drink. So never mind. Yeah, I'm not over. Me. I'm not above. Yeah. Jarrell would be in the room, but still getting his, you know, armor yeah. on. Is is my room anywhere nearby where I just heard the shouting of Clippy? Um, Felix, I'm going to say that you are two corners and 50 feet away. So you will be able to get there, but quickly in 12 seconds. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try to run over as soon as I hear yeah. the thud of Paradil hitting the floor. Yeah. And I just now got Paradil, 12, 12 falling damage is what I got. You took 12 falling damage and it knocked your boots off. One of your boots flew across the room and knocked over a uh, case. It was a stand, you know, one of those old, you know, square you know, were uh, kind of, um, you know, square pillars with a uh, box of glass on top because this is the chamber of contrivances it has one pair of moon shoes in it oh hell yeah like actual moon shoes like they got the springy uh, trampoline shit in them and everything but also they appear to uh, be painted in a texture similar to the actual lunar surface that rules (laughs) <laughs> they are of course perfectly sized for your feet as one would assume Look, All right, great. You, had a, you had a desire the desire was fulfilled because you're in the room okay, and we also uh, but uh, while all this happened the paperclip clattered harmlessly to the floor alright I'm going to take an hour and five gold to construct uh, some sort of containment for this paperclip that will be deeply, deeply coded so that nobody may touch it ever again. Paradell, hey, hello, hey, hey, buddy. Uh, can I have a suggestion? Uh, sure. Let's not make it too so difficult to open that we couldn't use it potentially uh, offensively. Okay, that's a great it's a, okay, so I'm going to take an hour and five gold to attach this paperclip very carefully without touching it to a crossbow bolt. And I'm going to weaponize it so that I may shoot it at uh, an opponent and curse them. Because now that would be some shit. Imagine shooting Vecna with Clippy and then making Clippy give him suggestions. Although I feel like he'll pass the intelligence saves 
But still, it's annoying. <laughs> I love this so much, I want to make it one of my Horcruxes. <laughs> um okay just just you know figured i'd just throw that out there like i said we, we want to take every advantage we can get and even if it's just annoying vecna to death and distracting him for even just that one moment i say it's worth it just don't touch it on my list uh, or on my notes here, I went with I had a very like bold faced Paradil's puzzle box because I was going to use that as a future artifact some, you know, somewhere in the future. And then I had to cross yeah. that out for Clippy the crossbow bolt. I'm just going to call it weaponized Clippy. Yes, weaponized Clippy. I do love that very much. Can you provide what, what specifics do I have? for these moon shoes. They are springy and make you look stylin' as fuck. They are... I would consider them to be masterwork moon shoes. However, they give no discernible plus one benefit to anything that you can actually figure out. But they are fantastically well-made and uh, will not... Uh, uh, will not be destroyed from age or from uh, most cases of rough use. Will they, like, give him, like, an exceptional jump height? However much exceptional jump height regular moon shoes would give you. <laughs> well, we're talking about, like, moon shoes that are exceptionally constructed and, like, spring-loaded yeah. that have, like, contrivances of, of gnomish uh, handiwork. Well, if they don't now, you can probably do something about that. Oh, with the book, or just with you, the 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 the, the, the blacksmith, the engineer, the yeah, you know. the build your like using the same tools that you used uh, to uh, uh, create the hastily discarded puzzle box. <laughs> One could probably <laughs> zhuzh up those moon shoes <laughs> now he you're did it. He said the thing. he said the thing now he said you're the talking thing. my language Dave <laughs> I'm gonna put some zhuzh on these moon zhuzh <laughs> how do you spell uh, moon zhuzh <laughs> m-o-o-n z-h umlaut j-h s at some point h u umlaut j-h-s yeah. <laughs> Take, I hope you at home are taking notes. Moon juge. Okay, good. That's what these are now. They're called moon juge. <laughs> and they give me exceptional hops, which will be uh, yes, details of which, which will be hammered out in the future. <laughs> um, I would say you may add five feet to any jump height or distance. Hell yes. Wait, how about five feet to height? 10 to distance. Yes, but I want a reset condition then. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, one turn out of combat to reset. Okay. There. Uh, just putting the limit on it. You can only use that once in any given combat scenario. Or spend I enjoy. Reset. Oh, if it's if it's once every combat, give this man a larger leap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Felix the lawyer coming in. I love negotiations. Once per combat, um, 15 either direction. There you go. Once per combat, 15 in either direction? 15 of either vertical or horizontal. Like extra leap. Yeah. I'm going to... On top of whatever leap you have. I'm going to put a counter offer on the table. All right. Five in any direction until... 15 in any direction, then it requires a reset. Sure, I'll take it. You want to manage all those charges? Go for it. I do. I'll even let you use them on, if you really want 15, you could spend them all at once as well. Wait, what do you mean? So you have three tokens, each worth five feet. You three can, charges. Yeah, so three charge tokens. You could spend them all at once for 15 or spend them in increments of five. 
So say you needed a 10 foot leap, you could spend two. Okay. But if you wanted three different like, five, like an, like an extra 10 feet to your leap, because like your, yeah. your, your jumping distance is based off of your strength, which is very high. So like you get that extra now. Yeah. Okay. Or right. even spend all three for the full 15. All right. How do we do a D&D internet handshake? Because I, I agree to these terms. Okay. Fantastic. Moonjuge. Once per, uh, per combat. And this, folks, is how you homebrew a magic item. <laughs> More or less. Careful negotiations. <laughs> Careful negotiations. You can't get what you want unless you ask for it. Yeah. But I'm absolutely happy to negotiate special items like this because this and, sounds fucking awesome. And, right. And we are literally in a room of you can't get what you want unless you ask for it. So, yeah. like, well, let's you fucking can get ask for almost it. anything you ask for. And I'll only slightly monkey's paw it. So right. speaking of which, so um, I still don't have anything of panache. So, okay. So you gained some panache from your book. However, sure, you're sure, right. Sure. You could you could get more panacheful things. I want to just go back to Paradell for one brief second on that. Um, how many magic items do you have that you currently attune to? I want to say the moon juge would have to be an attunable item. I don't item, think, I don't think any. Sure he doesn't have any yet. I don't, I don't think, think I have any. Anything that I attune to the gauntlets over ogre strength. I don't oh, think. Do I, I attune to I those? I think those might. I think those do require. Those might be. Me, yeah. If you're still wearing check. those, um, those may have become redundant for you, though. Um, no, because it's decks that he's got a lot of. His strength oh, was not super hey, high. Okay. So this is actually it's good for him. Yeah, it's the it's a sweet headband does yes. not require attunement. No, but the gauntlets do. So this would be your second item that you're attuned to, which is you can only be attuned to two. So there you go. That's yeah. two. And the plus um, one swords don't require attunement. Nope. Right? Okay. They do not. Yep. Uh, just as a note, I had given you the strength tome gainful uh, uh, exercise. If you would rather take dexterity, we can uh, pencil whip that as a quickness of action book as well. Makes sense. Yeah, if you'd rather take the dex than the strength. I assumed as a fighter that you were taking strength. I forgot that you were a dex fighter when I had uh, set that out. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I just said dexterity because I thought we were just trying to come up with reasons for our leveling up. Yeah, but I like that a lot. Yeah. Anyways. All but right. Yes, so. it's, it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's some magic items and it's some yep. growth. But yeah, you're attuned to the Gauntlets of Ogre Strength. You're attuned to the Moon Juge. I think that's all. Uh, that's your two items. So we should be good there. Wow. Yeah. What a great day. Hey, we need everything we can get to, yeah. to, to, and to, to, to defeat this foe. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's, now, that's huge. That's a huge hit right there. Yes. Yeah, that is, that is pretty fucking wild, actually. Now, Panache, we said. Panache, mm -hmm. we shall find. Now, do you is have any other like guidelines Jewish? of... You need to stop this right now. <laughs> Just a question. I, I've asked you nicely to stop using that word. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I All don't right. want... He hit, he, I, don't I was going to say, he hits you with the asked you nicely. I've been yeah. menaced into submission. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay. Good. I don't have to do what I was going to do there then. But, um, okay. So, uh, Gwen. We're on to Panache now. Yes, Panache. Now, Panache, we gave you Panache in the form of, uh, you know, uh, a tome for plus two uh, charisma. I feel like there's some good Panache there, but I feel like you, mm -hmm. your Panache needs are still as yet unfulfilled. Yeah, this I man feel like needs I a more need practical something... hat. <laughs> or, 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 or something to, um, a wardrobe heighten, heighten the drama, if you will. Okay. If, if Quinn is not dramatic enough. I was thinking um, a wardrobe that was somehow both more jaunty and more protective. Mm hmm. Oh, protective would work too. Um, I feel so like, you know, feature parody here. One of my thoughts was to enhance his, um, his stealthiness while also being beautiful um, mm -hmm. would be a cape of the Montebank. Um, cape of the Montebank. But enhanced with an amulet of proof. 
So in order to clasp it to myself, I have an amulet of proof connected to the cape. Cape of the Montebank. This cape smells faintly of brimstone. Mm-hmm. Maybe <laughs> alter that. I can fix. I can fix that. I can fix that. While wearing it, you can use it to cast the Dimension Door spell as an action. This property of the cape can't be used again until the next dawn. When you disappear, you leave behind a cloud of smoke, and you appear in a similar cloud of smoke at your destination. The smoke lightly obscures the space. The drama! And the space you appear in. Oh my god. He's gonna use- but here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's gonna use this to make an entrance and not an exit. (laughs) (laughs) A lighter, stronger wind disperses the smoke. We'll see what he needs at the time. Okay. So there was that, and uh, what was the uh, clasp we were looking for there? Uh, it, it, with the Amulet of Proof, amulet um, of which proof. basically prevents um, anybody from um, being able to scry or, or magically see me. Ah, uh, yes, the Amulet of Proof against detection and location. Yeah. All right. Yes. All right. So, um. Yeah. There's more searching that you're doing, too. And eventually you do kind of find some. uh, Oh, God, that is that is the jauntiest cape you've ever seen. It's sitting on one of those, you know, kind of poles with shoulders on it that you would mount a jacket on like seamstresses would or something like that. And there it is, the jauntiest cape you've ever seen. A crimson so red that no blood will ever look like it. Collars that are like pointy in a way that would make Doctor Strange feel slightly inadequate. The cape Only smell. slightly? Yeah, but it's not quite brimstone. Might be, you know, brimstone number five if Satan were also a perfumer. <laughs> It's not a bad smell. It's a little musky. It's good. I might actually be attracted to myself now. Now, the clasp, though. You weren't already? I know. Well, more so. Oh, my God. And this cape did come armed with a clasp. A round brass button with four trumpets on it. Wait, wait, what are the trumpets? You can't scry me. Oh, my God, the fucking it's it's, it's John Cena. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. I love it. Yeah. And then I just want to clarify the Iron Stone. Um from last episode. Mm. Sorry, my phone's being silly. Um, So there's different iron stones. Oh, yes. You were mentioning an iron stone. Now, um, keep in mind, you only have two attunable item spots. Right. And I don't think I have any. Okay. Because I can't find anything on my player's player's sheet that says I've attuned anything magical. Mm -hmm. Right. Because um, I think a lot of the things you guys collected, I never was there for. Um, Accurate. So I think this is like one of my first opportunities to really get like good magical stuff. All right. Um, yeah. Which is and really the, odd, but I just had to take another look. The cape does not require attunement, so no. I just yeah. To be sure about that. Uh, what right. Because I only amulet? picked the iron stone anyway. The amulet does not either. Okay. Um. So the iron stone does require attunement. Um, but again, it also, there's a bunch of different ones. So the one I'm looking for, which kind of goes back to panache yet also protective, um, is the iron stone of greater absorption, um, which basically allows me to absorb spells eighth level or lower. Um, but I can absorb up to 50 levels of spells. And then what happens to it? And then it just goes gray and it's useless. That's pretty strong. 
Boy. But it, right. right. And I feel like with this being kind of the the big old battle, I feel like and, something like that is going to be is useful. Ever a, if there is ever a legendary spellcaster, it is, um, well, this this big boy. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Because an Ioun stone early in our career would die pretty quickly. But this being the end, might as well get something like that. Plus, it's purple. This man's about to have like a purple stone floating around his head. Yep. Like... Oh. Marbled lavender and green. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Lavender and green. Yeah. Green mm -hmm. stone floating around my head. Stop. <laughs> we already did it. We did it once. <laughs> All right. So I'm literally going to look like friggin' Doctor Strange. <laughs> but like if he was a bard. <laughs> right. Does Quinn have an angular goatee? Kinda. Kinda. Mm. <laughs> He's got the twirly mustache. Mm. Mm hmm. So like a jaunty. And I've got a the jaunty accent, so Strange. I'm I'm feeling pretty good. You have a what? Yeah. I've got I've got an accent. Oh yeah, yep. you've got like the inverse accent of Doctor Strange, yeah. which is a British exactly. man sounding all too American. He's like, mm -hmm. I talk normal, and then you <laughs> do like a half English accent, right? Yep. So less Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch more Benadryl Humperdinck. I'm American. I love it. <laughs> Benadryl Humperdinck. <laughs> I'm happy with that. All right. Um, yeah. I try not to take the easy way as the DM, but um, yeah, I'll take the easy way on this one. Um, you want to you want the iron stone? You've got to go find it. OK, um, so I'm in this room. Yes. Um, would I have any inkling of like where I would be looking for it? Like similar to the feelings we've all gotten, like right, right, around. right. Yeah, I know I left it somewhere in the room. The PA crackles from overhead in the voice of a DM trying to communicate with his players via <laughs> Dr. Hines. I think you'd have to look around though, because you know I'm a bit absent-minded, and also you know. The room is spawning things as you need them. So it spawned it. I just don't know where it is. Yes. Okay. And also, I'm kind of lazy. Mm. Which actually, that was that was a hint. <laughs> a hint of where it is. In retrospect, it would sound that way. Yes. So is it just in my pocket? <laughs> Are you going to check your pocket? I checked my pocket. Yes, of course, that's where it is. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> is it just in my pocket? <laughs> Shit, everyone starts checking their pockets. fucking <laughs> <laughs> with me. I love it. My moon shoes just blasted. I was like, do I have to do an pocket. investigation check for this yeah. pocket? I don't know. The pocket's that's pretty true. deep. Sure. What do you get on your investigation check? Um, it shouldn't have been this low, but it was an 18. Um, let's see. There is a um, crumpled uh, two uh, Teldurian uh, uh, gold note. Interesting that it's on a paper note. You didn't even think they had those. It definitely says it's from Telduria, though. It's got a very serious... Uh, I'm sorry, not Tudler, Tarantian. Ah, I'm getting mm -hmm. my key locations wrong. Yes, it's all Teldorian. But uh, yes, a Tarantian two gold note with the king, uh, with the portrait of Imperator Titus on there. A crumpled Hardy's receipt. Hardy's? <laughs> <And some laughs> oh, God. 
Quinn does not go to Hardee's. I'm sorry. Well, it also only just became your cloak. Boris, did you borrow my coat again? Oh, this is the cloak that I'm looking in? Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, you pocket the cloak, yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. Because even the cloak has pockets, because, you know, come on, pockets. Pockets. Sure. All clothes should have pockets. So whoever had this game before eats at Hardee's, yuck. Or at least ate at Hardee's <laughs> once. The people who love Hardee's, I guess. Time. And also had lint in a two Taldurian or a Tarantian uh, gold note. <laughs> and the Iron Stone. And an Iron Stone, yes. Oh, yay. Because, look, it's a grab bag. Sometimes <laughs> you get lint, sometimes you get a greater Somebody absorption is- Iron Stone. Somebody's just r- randomly going to Hardee's in a in a in a cape of Ma- Montebank with an iron stone in his pocket. Yeah, yes. that sounds, that sounds about right. That's about right. <laughs> Love it. Look, this universe is thoroughly broken. <laughs> I could I could use a burger though. You find one of those in your pocket now, too. <laughs> Is there a magical burger in here, too? <laughs> There's the monkey's paw curling. <laughs> it's like uh, an old burger in the pocket. <laughs> now, I still have some folk I need to check in with here, though. Boris. That's me. If I don't check in with you every now and again, you get up to some shady shit. Yeah, I would have And then when I check really in cool. with you, you get into some it's shady true. shit anyway. Has Boris found <laughs> so, a little hat for her crab yet? I feel like the crab should have a little hat. I mean, the crab is upside down a lot, so the hat would need to have a string on it. But what of Boris course. is more specifically looking for is something she can attune to, because Boris definitely has an empty attunement slot. Yeah, um, you might as well. So now it's a question of what do you what? need? And if you need some time to look, I can always uh, kind of ask uh, Jarrell what he's up to if you need to kind of poke around a little bit and find a new... Uh, thing you're looking for because i know oh, no, he's I, at least I, attuned to his sword and probably I, something else i have a couple of ideas here actually uh i had mentioned the amulet of health already as one option but you did just give me a bunch of really sweet healing potions so if well you if you still need health then amulet health is a thing because that gives get me constitution uh or or i found this uh super super fun thing called the cloak of the bat Cloak of the bat. bat. <laughs> That's ninety percent of why I want it. Okay, so um, yes, I'm almost certainly going to make it so that you have to shout bat to activate it. But bat. Me, uh... <laughs> cloak of the bat. While wearing this cloak, you have advantage on dexterity stealth checks. You needed that. In an area of dim light or darkness, <laughs> you can grip the edges of the cloak with both hands and use it to fly a speed of 40 feet. As long as you shout bat. But yeah. you shout bat when you transform into the bat. That's a separate thing. That's still coming. If you ever fail to grip the cloak's edges while flying in this way, or if you are no longer in dim light or darkness, you lose this flying speed. While wearing the cloak in an area of dim light or darkness, you can use your action to cast polymorph on yourself, transforming into a bat. Bat. While you are in the form of the bat, you retain your intelligence, wisdom, and charisma scores. The cloak can't be used this way until the next dawn. So, yes, to activate that, you need to shout bat in human form to get back. But also, because uh, uh, there's some real Batman kind of vibes to it, uh, you have to be very angsty while uh, using the fly action. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, my God. Well, she, you know, teenagers, am I right? Um, Darkness. No parents. <laughs> All right. So cloak of the bat. <laughs> she is an orphan, so that, that does that does That's check true. out. I think I Boris Batman. is just about to become Batman. Yeah, and we'll take a look at that amulet of health while we're here. Of course, Khan is nineteen while you wear the amulet. Okay, so gauntlets of ogre strength for Constitution. I would have to choose one of the two, though. I only have one attunement slot. They both require attunement. Okay, well. Cloak. Cloak. I don't get hit very often. My constitution's not very high, but I very rarely get hit. The bat thing is too good to not do now. (laughs) We've put it out there. Like, you can't just, you can't not do it now. (laughs) 
Do you need a moment to ponder this? Oh, do I get to make the choice as, as the player and not the DM? Yeah, I, yes. I, I am looking for like, I'm OK, so Boris knows that there's like a constitution amulet. And that's what she starts looking for. But then on the way, she passes by this like, you know, row of capes, which is probably where Quinn got his stuff from. And just as she sees the cape, the, the, the cloak of the bat. Yes. Um, drawn so, to it. yeah, there are several different versions of the cloak of the bat. One of them looks like it's made of rubber. One of them is um, kind of a light gray with uh, blue accents. Um, let's see. What are some other good Batman costumes? It's just different Batman like costumes. It's really, really dark black. It makes me talk like this the whole time I'm wearing it. Uh, yes, Where is she? Yes, there's you know what? There's one like that, which is just a generic dark uh, black, slightly tattered at the bottom. Uh, One that is um, more kind of rubber, like the Michael Keaton Batman suit. And one that is light gray with some blue, like the Adam West Batman. That's a tough choice. That is a tough choice. I feel like Boris would like lean towards the blackest one. Mm hmm. So the one with the tattered edges to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the tattered edge one. So then you now have cloak of the bat, dark black. I'm sorry, slightly darker black with tattered edges. <laughs> now, uh, Lord of the Light. Uh, yeah. Just I yeah. guess re- both reading through my book and examining um, my Grail. Because he's got, down. he's got, as I say, he's got his Holy Avenger. I have yeah, a kick-ass you know. sword. I got great armor. My shield was upgraded even. He's feeling pretty good. He's feeling pretty good. You're attuned to some things. You've got what you need, and you ponder the secrets of the tome and of the grail. Yep. But first, um, regardless of what I told you, the, that uh, it was the Tome of Understanding, we will allow it to be whatever stat you do need it to be after you've leveled up. Cool. So just, yeah, let me know which one that winds up being on the sheet. Probably but... going to be Strength, so I hit just that much harder. Okay. Yeah, the uh, dust cover falls off, and it uh, winds up actually being the Manual of uh, Gainful Exercise that uh, somebody else had. Yeah. But does it help me understand my godly strength deeply okay cool (laughs) deeply (laughs) yes um the grail on very close inspection you notice an inscription inside the rim the letters are unfamiliar to you but it's almost as if their meaning is decoded in your mind as you read it. And it says, drink from me to become more than what you are. The grail itself has no liquid in it. Yeah. Um... So I don't know if this is the time to do it or not. I was planning on blessing the grail and having us all drink out of it before we go into battle anyway. Ooh. Um, Maybe that's the play. But you drink from it first. Sure. Um, so Jarrell will gather everyone around. Uh before we go into this wondrous battle, I have just discovered battle. <laughs> it will be epic and I will be awesome. <laughs> and uh, I thought we could partake one last time. I've just slightly determined what the purpose of this grail is. Um, so Jarrell puts some wine into the grail and drinks it. Jarrell dies instantly. Cool. What? Drops stone the fuck dead to the floor. What? Jarrell. Jarrell. Hey, hey, buddy. Uh, this is funny. 
<laughs> Terrell. Okay, funny. It's funny prank, Terrell. This is really, it's really funny. Like, but you should stop now. I feel like he's de- he died in like that, like dead opossum pose with like the hands up, eyes rolled back, tongue out. What did it look like <laughs> as he drank it and then died? Yeah, let's see. Yeah, let's 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 get a visual. Like. It's yeah, almost just saying, as like, if like a marionette with the strings cut. Just oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. But then he's like on the ground with his hands up and his eyes rolled yes. in the back of his head yeah, and his a few tongue seconds out. later into a very <laughs> comical version of rigor mortis. <laughs> uh, I'll take that. <laughs> uh, can I do a medicine check? Sure. What the fuck just happened to Jerome? Oh, that's trash. Um I don't know anything. Yeah. Four on the die. He's definitely dead. Uh, oh, no. Uh, Felix starts, like, pacing now and, like, circling the room, kind of, like, panicking and, sh- like, shuffling around because, like, the paladin is dead and we're about to go fight, like, an evil undead god thing. Uh, oh, no. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, no. What? Nobody else drink from the cup. <laughs> Boris, having just put on her cloak of the bat, grabs the two bottom corners and says, he's the closest thing to a father I have, and flies across the room towards him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. You realize you probably also gave our audience a heart attack, Dave. Yeah, Yeah, probably. They're all all freaking out right now. Yeah. You're a bastard. Too yeah. evil laugh. Dave is bastard, man. <laughs> uh, this, 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 Boris, you have health potions, right? Could you just like, just, 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 just g- g- give him one. Just, just pour it all. Just pour it on his face. Boris grabs or pulls one of the bottles of grenadine out of her pocket, which like, I'm assuming is in like a bar service, like a squeegee, like a squeezy bottle and just like, you know, squirts a bunch of grenadine, like trying to aim for Jarrell's mouth, but like, <laughs> you know, it's kind of got like a, a strawberry Sunday look to his face now. <laughs> he now looks less dead and more murdered. <laughs> oh, no. What are we going to do? You know what? I think that's where we're going to call this episode. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving the audience what they want, just what they deserve. Damn. That's for you, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Jeff. (laughs) Poor Jeff. (laughs) Jeff. Watch. Like, one of our people in Discord is going to actually be named Jeff, and we're going to have some explaining to do. (laughs) Jeff's got some explaining to do. James won't come back because of him. (laughs) What'd you do, Jeff? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, now we're really <laughs> we're Fucking dug in job. now <laughs> holy shit now if you're willing to tolerate me doing this to you yet again we can be found on the internet we're in such places as twitter instagram even even the armpit of the internet mark zuckerberg's very own facebook <laughs> All of those places have sticky posts or uh, pinned things that will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server, where you can meet and greet and possibly berate me for my ill treatment of my audience in the form of repeated awful cliffhangers. What about your players? Look at John. He's sobbing right now. Yep. (laughs) Well, I mean, I kind of feed off of that. So, I mean, there's a little less remorse there. It's more... I, I I recharge in strange ways. But uh yeah, they will take you to our Discord server where you can meet us and uh you know it's it's where we discuss all things D D, but also all things not D D. And we would love it if you would join us in our ever growing community. Now if you really like us, you could leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Now, if you've made it this deep in hapless heroes, and I am going to go out on the very shortest and stubbiest of limbs and assume that you didn't just land on this episode randomly as your first, you've probably yeah, been what here. What are you a doing? Bit. 
At the very least, you've been listening to podcasts. This is not the first podcast of any kind that you've listened to, so you have a podcast service of your choice. And if, if this is somebody's uh, like first episode of this podcast, I admire the gall. Like, not just their, <laughs> yeah, not just their first of this podcast, but their first podcast of any sort that they're listening to. Yeah, because you know, but so we're in so, the high two hundreds of an actual play independent D and D podcast. Yeah, like you you That's walked into ride. the internet through the side door. Yeah, <laughs> nice going, and I salute you. Yeah, <laughs> like you climbed in through a small window, the kind that usually lead into bathrooms. And you found a bathroom. <laughs> Here we are. Exactly but anyway, but we're going to go out on that very short stubby limb and assume that you have a podcast service of your choice. And if said podcast service allows you to leave a review, please do us the great honor of leaving us a five star review. And if you do so, we can read it and we can recognize you as the five star human that you are now. If your podcast service does not for some strange reason. We have a five stars channel in our discord. Please leave it there. We will do the same thing. We will read it and we will give you the credit you deserve to recognize you as the five star human that you are. We got one more. Um, we do. This comes from TJ Sully on our discord server, who says five stars all around. This podcast has gotten me through a lot of work days. I listen to you guys all day and I'm on my third time through the story. Oh, another, uh, oh. another listener. cyclical listener. Hell yeah, TJ Sully. Uh, they, they say, I DM my own world of D&D and get so much inspiration from you guys. All of my dwarves talk like Hobbit the Smasher. <laughs> it's again, my wife thinks I am weird when I try to talk like Pregnart. Keep up all the great work. <laughs> yeah. Keep up all the great work. I, as a DM, know how much work it takes to run a campaign. I'm very inspired by you guys. Thank you all for the continuous laughter and the joy you bring us all. Thank you, TJ Sully. You are a five-star human, too. Dave, I think this... So Dave always says that we've really made it when we get haters. But I think in in my mind, in my heart, I feel like we've just made it. I've inspired someone to annoy their wife with a character. <laughs> that is a that is a very specific That's a and high particular bar. and valid That's a high bar. That's a high bar. I, so, yeah. So you guys are seeing like I mean this is genuine genuine emotion in my yeah. in my face yeah. in my in my cadence like this is that is touching to me yeah like that is amazing and i don't think there's any higher <laughs> praise than my wife thinks i'm weird yeah now inspiring a man to annoy his wife that's easy it comes very naturally to all of us but by being the vehicle by which he does it that is special it's gonna <laughs> seriously like take time to process this and wow well, I take back yeah. everything I said about this this channel and our Discord server on our, on our last episode because if this is what we're we're getting, keep keep it coming. This is this is great. This is a great moment. Wow. Thank you, T. Now, if we are that special to you, if you really really like us, for example, you could donate to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/HaplessHeroes. We have a number of reward tiers, but the ones you really want are the ones that get you access access to places like our patron lounge channel but also our patreon uh um the things we record that we release on patreon which would be our outtakes our bloopers our side conversations let me tell you they are they are quite possibly <laughs> worth some of the price of admission i was gonna say tonight we just recorded like probably about 30 to 40 minutes worth of us just like Mm-hmm. Talking about anything like like the the the, the, the mythos behind the no, baby. don't don't ruin it. It's okay. for Patreon ears only, and You're it's right. solid gold. Probably the land. longest the longest like off camera cut we have of any conversation. It's, it's it's its own podcast at this point. It's like if somebody took just like a perfect, perfectly formed piece of bullshit and just <laughs> dipped it into molten gold. And out came this that that conversation. Yeah, a truly polished turd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, join us on Patreon for that and so much more. Bloopers, outtakes, all that yes. fun stuff. It's all out there. 
And if you like us right now, you like us Sally Field and the whole deal, fill a bird feeder up with ground beef and then dress up like a wolf man and run full speed at it hanging from a tree, tackle it out of the tree and just nod it until all that beautiful ground beef just sprays all over the place. And when, uh, I don't know, is somebody watching you? If somebody's watching you, tell them to listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if somebody's watching you. <laughs> Uh, that was totally too If awesome. a man dresses in a wolf suit and eats ground beef out of a bird feeder and nobody watches, did it make a sound? <laughs> and was that sound telling someone to listen to the Hapless Heroes podcast? I don't know, but what I do know is the names of my cast, and I will outro them as I go backwards around the table, starting with Parrot of Lincoln Woods, played by Zach. Goodbye, boing. And to his left, we have Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. Jarrell, come back, Jarrell. To her left, we have Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. I look beautiful. To his left, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. And to his left, we have the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. I don't think you guys understand. Jarrell is dead. And my name is Dave. I have been your host, your dungeon master, and the killer of Jarrell. Join us next week to see if we bring him back or if we just, you know, kind of do that to you guys. Bye bye now. Bye bye. Uh...